Welcome to Tennis Beyond the Court with your host, Bradley Deeds. In this episode of Tennis Beyond the Court, I will discuss to you the history of the junior tournaments that I have played, the tallest players in the game today, and another amazing match of the year. When I began tennis, I was five years old, and I remember I quit baseball and I quit basketball because both teams, the coach's son played and he favored him, and I got a bad position. And I always liked to move around. I would always play with the ball outside instead of playing video games, and tennis was the thing for me because you're always moving. Playing or not, you're always moving. You're always wanting to play. And when I first started playing, I began for tournaments, tournament training, because you had to train, obviously, to play tournaments, just like any other sport. And once I got the training down, I played in boys' 12s, level 7s and 6s, which are like the two lowest, like the beginner starting tournaments. And as I started to train more and play more tournaments for experience, I climbed the rankings a little bit in the 12s, and I entered myself into some level 4 nationals to test my skill and my mental toughness because there's no point of playing if you're not going to challenge yourself. And then eventually, I would say two years later, uh, more like a year and a half when I was 13 and a half, once time went on, I reached top 10 in my section, which is New Jersey, PA, and Delaware, and I got all the way to number 9, and then I really started to play the national tournaments that were local, and I did really well in them. I got to the finals in one. I actually won a level 2 national, which is the second highest tournament you could play, and I won a level 3. The best advice that I would honestly give to any of you junior players would be not to rush the plot process, and the tournaments do not like your results do not determine your skill level. I always used to think, oh, if I win this tournament, I'm going to be this good. Or, oh, if I don't, like people are going to say stuff. You have to trust the game. And the best way to get good fast is to just keep working on the things you have to work on. Win or lose, I know it's hard to lose to a good friend, but the best advice is to not rush the process and you don't have to play every tournament. Sometimes training for two or three months will actually get you better than playing a tournament every weekend because you're working on your fundamentals and your skill base to build up your confidence and your mental toughness, which will apply eventually to the physical part of your game. In the next segment, I really want to talk about the tallest players to play the game currently because there's always debate about whether or not is it better to be tall or short, and in my opinion, it's better to be taller. We have Alexander Zverev at number one. He stands at 6 feet 7 inches, and he is honestly known as the best mover on the tour for how tall he is. He gets exceptionally low on his backhand, and if he was 5'11 and 20 years old, He'd be a much different player than he is now. But his height and his power make his serve absolutely amazing, and he's insanely tough to beat when he's on point. When He's beaten Novak Djokovic, Roger Federer, and Nadal, and Andy Murray. He's beaten all four of them. He's conquered all of them. Next up, we have Daniel Medvedev. He's one of my favorite players to watch on the tour, and he's also one of the best movers for his height, which is 6 feet and 8 inches. And he is known as the octopus of the game. I love watching him. He looks like a squid. He does move like a bullet, and he's got some of the nicest wingspan the game has had in a long time. And him and Zverev, when they play each other, it's so much fun to watch. They hit the absolute snot out of the ball, and they just get so low, and they get every single ball. It's a battle for like three hours every time they play. It's an amazing match to watch. And coming in at number three, of course, guys, I want to talk about another amazing match of the year, which also includes Alexander Zverev and Carlos Alcaraz. It was the Vienna semifinals, which is an ATP level tour 500 pro tournament. It was in Vienna, Austria, which is Dominic Team's home country, favorite tournament. And it was in 2020 of June. Both of them made it 
They beat four guys to make the semifinals, and they both had a very hard draw to reach this point. Zverev's draw, we didn't know if he was going to lose the Sinner in the second round, and Alcaraz, we didn't know if he was going to lose the Berenchini in the quarterfinals, but they both pulled through. And Zverev had the experience edge, of course, because this is when Alcaraz was building up his potential, and this is when he really started to climb in the rankings, but he was still a little unexperienced. And Zverev ended up taking the first set brutally 6-2, but we knew Alcaraz wasn't done, and we knew he was always going to fight till the end. And all of a sudden, in the first game of the second set, Alcaraz broke. And when you break Zverev's serve, you know if you break, you can honestly win the set because breaking a serve is like beating Novak Djokovic at the Australian Open final. It doesn't happen much. <laughs> and But it was crazy enough was you just saw Alcaraz's hands and his legs. They started to freeze. They started to tighten up a little bit. A lot of shanks coming off his racket, a lot of missed shots in the net that you really rarely ever see him miss because he's a bullet. He plays so explosive. He takes your time away. It's very tough to beat him. You have to come up with amazing deep shots. And Zverev was the one number one seed, and you could just tell he knew he could win this match if he could just keep making deep shots high heavy to his back end. And that's exactly what he did, and he ended up winning the second set 7-5 and defeated Alcaraz to make the final, which he then went on to win the tournament. And it was super exciting for Zverev and his team that he took the Vienna Trophy home. Listen, guys, I had an absolute blast doing this episode with you, and make sure you tune in next week where we will talk about many more. Thank you.